You're listening to the Whistle Pulse podcast with me, Laura Hanlon, keeping your finger on the pulse with all the local info you need to know. I've got you covered every weekday morning. Thursday, it's 6.53. All right, all right, all right. How are you doing? You know what? I really enjoyed having a day off the hill yesterday. How about you? Ah, okay. Well, you've got a couple centimetres to uh, to race after this morning. Yeah, after a few, a little bit was brushed off the storm board at 2pm yesterday and again this morning. Just two centimetres officially recorded in the past 48 hours and we've got some overcast skies again today. So expect a mainly cloudy day with some light snow uh, coming again our way this evening and some milder temperatures than we've had the past few days. It's already just rocking around minus six at the peaks of Whistler and Blackcomb, but about minus three to minus four at 1800 meters. And then even warmer around Pig Alley, just minus three there, minus 3.7 at Catskinner and in the valley, minus 4.6 right now, but due to rise, uh, that freezing level due to rise today. So Looking at some light flurries and some light to moderate west winds. But incoming with tomorrow's precip, we're actually going to get some strong winds as well. And hoping for, well, yeah, upwards of uh, 10 centimetres to sort of start tonight and through Friday into Friday evening. And then, like I said, milder temperatures than we've had the past few days. Particularly mild on Sunday, but we'll get to that higher freezing level tomorrow in that report. But yeah, hoping for 10 plus centimeters in wind affected areas but strong winds expected uh, through tomorrow with the arrival of that front and today yeah uh, mixed visibility variable visibility you can see a bit of high cloud bank uh, reflected from the lights at the rendezvous and roundhouse there uh, so yeah plan it plan your goggles accordingly along with yeah, what you're wearing for layers, it'll be warmer with that alpine high of minus three. And we've got a few uh, few groomers today, including 39 on Whistler. I got so excited when I saw that uh, Peak to Creek was run of the day, but it's just up a Peak to Creek. <laughs> Bearpaw is groomed though down a Garbo, which would be super fun. And Slingshot to Lower Gearjammer is one of, the, one of the runs of the day, along with Hughes Heaven on Blackcomb out of a potential 57. Hard packed conditions with just a couple centimeters and uh, yeah, cloudy, definitely, with heavier snowfall coming our way. Uh, yeah, which is exciting. Quite a bit of snow, actually, though, on the highway when you look this morning in Pemby. Anyway, uh, a bit of snow around Portage Road there and snow reports for further south, actually, around Marin Park and some slush there from just, uh, yeah, about an hour ago. So stick, sticking on the lower parts of the Sea to Sky until about Squamish uh, with about an inch on the meridian at Marin Park. So, yeah, plan accordingly uh give yourself maybe some extra time and space on your drive today especially this morning until the sun rises which isn't until ooh, for 743 for 743 but sunset is at eight minutes past five and let me tell you how warm it was the warmest february 3rd was back in 2005 it was 8.2 degrees 
Ooh. But the coldest was back in 1985, and it was minus 19.2 on this day. Ooh. But yeah, like I said, minus 4.6 currently the temperature in the valley, but looking for a high of about minus 1 uh, today with a chance of flurries throughout the day, but really increasing this afternoon into tomorrow where we're looking for warmer temps, a high of potentially 2 degrees, so chance of flurries and rain showers in the valley, but more snow at higher elevations. But tonight, much, uh, much milder than it has been due for a temperature of zero degrees coming into dawn tomorrow. What would the snow that's going to bring as well? Mm, it's your valley weather, but uh, a couple of ops things. Well, yesterday, Glacier Express was on standby due to a mechanical issue in the afternoon, but that was rectified. But following the avalanche on Rainbow Mountain that I mentioned yesterday, there's a great write-up with, an, you know, um, with way more information, along with some, yeah, a first-hand account from Brad Sills, Whistler's search and rescue manager as well, noticing a troubling trend emerging this winter where you know, the volunteer agency's call volume seems to increase when Avalanche Canada's public bulletin rates the Sea to Sky Corridor's avalanche risk as considerable. And having harped on about it, I tried to harp on about it um, every day, you know, considerable doesn't mean we should get complacent, especially with the amount of snow that we've had on some, uh, you know, real uh, faceting, weak facets and those smooth crusts that we've had from zero snow and lots of melt-freeze cycles over the past few weeks. So, even though it's moderate now, considered moderate in alpine, a tree line along with low below tree line, do carefully assess for the presence of a persistent weak layer before committing to a slope. And if in doubt, choose simple terrain. Great advice there with the avalanche, um, the advisory due to rise to considerable. So that terrain and travel advice comes with the recent wind slabs having been varied in direction. So look for wind slabs on all aspects. Uh, along with avoiding freshly wind-loaded features, especially near ridgecrest, rollovers, in steep terrain, convex rolls as well. And be aware of the potential for large avalanches due to the presence of buried weak layers. The one on Rainbow went down to about 40 centimetres, so the, the latest layer, but there is a dormant weak layer about a metre, two metres down, especially more prevalent on certain slopes, and could be triggered by larger cornice drops, all sorts, uh, and it's human activities. So, yeah, I always expect the unexpected and do be super wary, like be cautious, absolutely, when it's considerable. So, like, super cautious. That's why we did the musical bumps. You know, like, don't be gung-ho for bigger objectives. Be safe. You always want to get home at the end of the day. It being February 3rd, couple things kicking off today and tomorrow. That's, of course, the return of Laugh Out Live, the improv sketch stand-up comedy show from uh, Arts Whistler at the Murray Young Arts Centre tonight, a.k.a. Millennium Place, at 7.30pm. And starting tomorrow, what with the, uh, well, the Winter Olympic Games kicking off tomorrow, it is going to be between 9am and 4pm that we'll be seeing the games broadcast daily from from that location at Whistler Olympic Plaza. That's from February 4th tomorrow, right through until February 20th. So, uh, yeah, plan accordingly. Another event, well, a couple of uh, self-help and uh, mental health events happening today and tomorrow, actually, well, today at the library. There's, they've got an external one from Coast Mountain Health Association, their Mindful Self-Compassion Program. That's today at 5 p.m. They have also a new to BC Library Champions virtual information session. I mentioned a previous 
this one happening about that. That's uh, a vol- three-month volunteer program for new immigrants. And that's again tonight at 6.30 until 7.30 with Whistle Community Services Outreach at the library today, 12 until 5 more events for you well here's a local uh a local incentive that's great to see kind of like uh kind of like be vocal about a vocal which by the way we want your nominations for for february that's right if you see anybody in the community or, or you're witness to somebody just being super kind compassionate doing something above and beyond then get your nomination in to nominate that person for some well pay it forward prizing we have two valley illumina tickets for the month of february from the adventure group to give to somebody for just being awesome, along with, of course, some Coast Mountain beer as well. Yeah, so get send those in. But Braden Dupuis, the new editor at Peak News Magazine, uh, posted just a few days ago that said, you know, have you got something, has something good happened to you lately? Uh, do you have something positive you want to share with the world? Well, they have an email address now called, uh, to help send your good news tips to. It's called goodnews at peaknewsmagazine.com to help them share the love. Big or small, shout outs to friends, good days on the mountain, in just to really amplify voicing on the great things that we experience living in our community. So an awesome initiative from Peak News Magazine, Awesome Braden, uh, that popped up just over the weekend. So I've been mentioning about the change.org petition to support our Sea to Sky bus drivers. In fact, seeing an image from buddy Chad Boulanger yesterday about <laughs> them at the picket line with uh, a fire barrel going. And I hope they're keeping warm and their morale is high because the change.org petition has 993 signatures started by Isla Robertson. Amazing work, Isla. And this is to support our, our, dr- our transit drivers and voice your opinion as well to Whistler Transit Limited and Diversified Transit. You can also, like I said, send a letter of support to Unifor as well, their union. But you've, uh, yeah, if you're feeling like pretty helpless on that, I know that a lot of people have been doing, well, hitchhiking, getting pitched up, uh, picked up at local bus stops to really help people get around to work, all sorts, especially in further afield communities like Chequemus, Emerald. And yeah, then you could, that's an option for you to feel like you're executing some change or you've put your voice somewhere. Mm. Somebody asking online, where on the mountain sells cinnamon buns? Uh, that, that ship has sailed. Uh, I'm sorry to report after uh, definitely having a cinnamon bun or two in my time. Uh, haven't we, Claire? Uh, they are not available on the mountain. Haven't been. Uh, yeah, they're only available B.C., before Corona, but plenty of places that have them available in the village that uh, you can see on the comment thread there. So I hope you found what you were looking for. But yeah, short and sweet amount of info for you this morning. But I'm going to give you a have well, give Josh Fraser, the manager at the Fairmont Health Club, a very happy birthday shout out. Hope Josh, you have the day off and you have a wonderful day. Looks like a very special birthday too. So happy birthday to you, and I'll give you some throwback facts from Stinkies on the Stroll from this day. Uh, Well, the first soft landing on the moon happened on this day. That was from Soviet Luna 9 back in 1966. Yeah. And of course, I mentioned it yesterday, but the day the music died, the plane crash that killed Bobby, Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, J.P. Richardson, and Pilot as well, near Clear Lake in Iowa happened on this day in 1959. 
Mm. Uh, in 1876, Albert Spaulding invested $800. That must have been huge back in 1876, but that was to start Sporting Goods Company, match- manufacturing the first official baseball, tennis ball, basketball, golf ball, and football. I dare say he did all right. That was back in 1876. Circus owner P.T. Barnum on this day in 1882 by, bought his world-famous elephant Jumbo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that went down on this day. Oh, it would have been Pretty Boy Floyd's birthday as well. Good to know. And after mentioning just yesterday about, uh, well, the story behind the Hope You're Happy IPA from Coast Mountain Brewing that used to be called the Daydreamer, on this day back last year, Taylor Swift was being sued by a US theme park called Evermore, saying that the star's latest album had infringed its trademark by using the same name. You can't make this shit up, can you? No, it said the theme park's owner said that uh, after its release, the album's release, it caused confusion about whether the two were linked, saying there was a dramatic departure from typical levels of traffic on its website after the album's release. Oh, do one. Come on. Back in 2004 on this day, uh, yeah, R. Kelly appeared in court and entered a plea of not guilty to 21 charges of child pornography. This was back in 2004. Yeah. Oh, man. Sometimes the justice system, it just uh, lets you down, doesn't it? Uh, There was a fact yesterday that I meant to share. Well, here's one from today, though. 1973, Elton John started a three-week run at number one with Crocodile Rock in the U.S., which was his first of five U.S. number one singles. And it was actually inspired by Elton John's discovery of leading Australian band at the time, Daddy Cool, with their hit single, Eagle Rock. Yeah, but yesterday there was a fact that I meant to share from February about uh, about uh, Genesis and Phil Collins, which I totally uh, forgot. So let me tell you about it because they released. Um uh, tra- a Trick of the Tale, which was their seventh studio album, but the first to feature Phil Collins as a full-time lead vocalist following the departure of Peter Gabriel. But did you know that they auditioned over 400 vocalists, 400 for the role, but uh, it saw Collins teaching the potential lead singers the songs, and then the band decided that he should be the new vocalist. Yeah, 400. Wow. So anyway, thought I'd give you that throwback fact from yesterday as well. I know Stinky will love that one in particular. But let's give you a joke and a track of the day. Uh, time is ticking here. What's blue and not very heavy? Light blue. I know, it's not great. Uh, maybe I can give you another one. How do you make a tissue dance? Well, you put a little boogie in it. Yeah, it's still not great, I know. But today's track of the day is from Block Party. They've got a new album coming out soon. It's going to be called Alpha Games. They already released a track. The first single from it uh, called Traps came out in November. But the latest one, The Girls Are Fighting, recounts, well, a night out pretty much. <laughs> and yeah, just out this month. And it'll be the first album as well, this new album from Block Party since their, well, first full length since 2016. 16's hymns. So super excited for new music from them. The Girls Are Fighting is track of the day today. And uh, there's a few more that I've put in the playlist uh, to get this started for the month of February. Yeah, February's a short month though, right? Shortest of the year. But uh, which month has 28 days? All of them. That's not a joke. It's just a fact. And what I'm going to leave you with for your Thursday. And I will chat to you tomorrow morning. (laughs) 
Melissa Pulse podcast is here for you every weekday morning at 7.15ish and is sponsored by Stinkies on the Stroll. Stroll on down for all your hunger, thirst, sporting and apres needs.